Greatness is a function of wisdom. The wiser we are, the better we live. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church, 8 a.m., 9.30 a.m., and 11 a.m. at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Owaranshoki Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org or call 0808-156-3080. We give you glory. We thank you in advance for what you've already delivered. For we see angels ascending and descending from here to the doors of heaven, transacting things of the covenant, making deliveries into different families, different individuals. So Lord, by faith, we thank you in advance. We are fully persuaded that you are able to do what you have promised. Thank you for Psalms 126 experience. Thank you for turnaround experience. Thank you for healing and deliverance. Thank you for breakthroughs unlimited. We praise, we adore, we lift you high. You are God all by yourself. There is no one like you. Our lives will be your showpiece. Our life will exhibit your power. To you alone be all the glory. Thank you for all the remaining days of 2019. Oh, our case is not closed. You are perfecting everything that concerns us. We give you praise and glory in the name of Jesus. Someone said amen. If you are glad to have seen the month of November, shout a bigger amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Please put your hands together this beautiful morning. Are you doing that like you are very, very, very welcome? Like you are very, very here? I like you to learn from testimonies. We don't just read testimonies uh, to excite. It's to worship and give glory to God and also learn. That lady said, Pastor talked about unforgiveness and strife. See what the dad had done. That would have taken the Holy Spirit to forgive him. Abandoning them when they were young, not there at wedding. But she had to let go before God performed what he was ready to perform. Learn from testimonies. She said, ah, she remember what Apostle Samuel said at the church conference. That you start seeing yourself where you are supposed to be. Your vision, your mindset. Learn from testimonies and produce the same fruits. I pray that if anyone is going through any form of strife or unforgiveness, that the Holy Spirit will heal your heart in the name of Jesus Christ. And whatever blessing is being blocked because of that, uh, I, I pray that they will be released in the name of Jesus Christ. Strife is blessing blocker. No matter what has been done to you by your dad or a friend or a spouse, you find healing in your heart in the name of Jesus. I want to encourage in this service as we did in the other service. Our labors in God's kingdom is never in vain. It's a mindset you must have. Our labors are never in vain. 
our commitments in time, in energy, in resources are never in vain. First Corinthians 15, 58. Many get tired at times. Many get discouraged, especially when it looks like they are not saying thank you to me or they are not celebrating me. No, the answers, the ultimate reward comes from God. Oh, there's a place of us encouraging each other. But know that whatever investment we have in kingdom is never wasted. Never wasted. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast. Somebody says steadfast. Immovable. Let nothing move you. Let nothing discourage you. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Always abounding. Why should you be steadfast? Why should you be immovable? Why should you abound knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord? It's never in vain. I believe many of us experience certain breakthroughs in our families because of your labor in church, in God's house. There are some blessings your cousins, your parents, your siblings enjoy because of you. You radiate God's blessings and, you know, I read many years ago the story of Abraham in Genesis. One of his family members, especially the one close to him, Scripture says God had to do it for that person for Abraham's sake. Almost like if this thing happens to this person, it will really affect Abraham. So for Abraham's sake, I have to heal this person. I have to protect this person. And we must be conscious of that. Can we have this verse uh, in uh, maybe NIV or ERV. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Even as we begin to prepare for 2020, ensure you are a part of kingdom service, kingdom stewardship. Don't be a loafer. Don't be far. Commit your energies. Commit your resources. And do it not as a philanthropic gesture. No, as a covenant person serving God that gave you life, that rescued you from sin and shame. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Don't let somebody's comment move you. Don't let uh, anything move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know. I pray you will know it today in Jesus' name. He said because you know. <laughs> you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. That means... There are rewards, returns for it. It's never in vain. It's not for free. I am just doing it. Glory to God. So I want to encourage us about the power of expectations. When you are a giver, especially financial stewardship, tithing, commitment to kingdom matters, God moves your heart and you give for projects and you are committed to helping the poor, there are, you must have expectations of what God has promised the power of expectation. You must expect it because when you don't expect it, you cannot experience it. For instance, you cannot be a giver and still be expecting crisis. No, you must expect God's breakthrough. Expectations is part of what will empower your vision. Ah, God says, if I tithe, this will happen. I believe God. That means I, can be, I should be expecting those things he said. All men may lie, but God will not lie to me. Expectation. Um, um, Proverbs 23 verse 18. 
Proverbs 23, verse 18, especially as we are closing in this year, your expectation must match your covenant commitment. He said, for surely there is a hereafter, and your hope will not be cut short. In the King James Version, if you can help us get the King James Version, for surely there is an end, for surely there is an end. That end is the thing that you know God promised you. There is an end, and your expectation shall not be cut off. Based on what God has promised, I am expecting, and then he said it will not be cut short. It will not be disappointed in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, Psalm 62, verse 5. So your expectation should not be like other people expecting, you know, they say ember months, uh, people will die. People, so you're not walking in fear. That shouldn't be your expectations. Sometimes when I have some thoughts that are not positive, maybe some thoughts of fear come, and it's trying to grip my heart, and you want to like, like brood on it. The Holy Spirit will say, was that what you prayed for? I said, no. And so why are you expecting that? Just cancel it. I mean, was that what you asked me for? So why are you expecting? You prayed for something. I have answered you. Satan is bringing another. What, what, is that what you prayed for? I said, no. Then leave it alone. Expectation. My soul waits silently for God. What? For my expectation is from him. What are the expectations we should have? Especially when it comes to financial stewardship. Expect the devourer to be rebuked for your sake. <laughs> Expect the devourer to do what? To be rebuked for your sake. That scripture says in um, I think Malachi 3 verse 10. He said, and I will rebuke the devourers for your sake. Expect that nothing will come and devour your resources. Don't expect devourer. Expect that you will not spend your resources on hospital bills. Um, my, my parents called me for something some time ago. It was going to be almost 400000 And I was trying to put the things together. And then I got another call that uh, something happened and the money came. One of the, one of the properties that they have, somebody paid for something. So I don't need to send it. For me, that's a, it's a good thing. I was trying to put it together. I have other expenses. And uh, what I was trying to put together, now I can use for something else. It, it's better that way, isn't it? Eh, don't expect anything to devour your resources. No. He said, I will rebuke the devourers for your sake. So I declare that in November, the devourer will not devour your joy, will not devour your resources. The mouth of the devourer is stopped in the name of Jesus. So you can't be a tither and a giver and be expecting the, because the thoughts of the devourer will come. All those negative thoughts, you cast it down and change it and think of open heavens. Luke 6, 38, that is our next expectation. Expect favor. Expect favor. Expect favor. Expect favor. Your expectation is your experience. All the days of November and December, the Global Impact family will experience showers of favor. Favor that will redefine your story in the name of Jesus Christ. Favor. Marital favor. Business and career favor. He said in Luke 6, 38, if you give 
and it will be what? That should be my expect. That I will receive harvest. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure. Press down, shaking together, and running over will be put in my. Uh, that will be put is favor. They don't have to give you. They are not obligated to listen to you. But our givings will provoke the favor. They will now be willing to give me the promotion. Willing to respond to my giftings. Willing to differentiate me from others. That will be put is favor. Malachi talks about open heavens. When your heavens are open, hearts are open. That whatever business or career you are involved with, they will be open to do business with you, to trade, trade with you, to respond to you. That's favor. But it's a function of your giving stewardship. So you can't be expecting this favor. Never. Expect favor. Please tell your neighbor, expect favor. Tell the other neighbor, in case he's still awake, expect favor. He said, for with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Favor is destiny catalyst. Favor speeds up your progress in life. Every creation of God is gifted one way or the other. Do you know that? You are gifted. You are talented. Whether you are educated or not. Education helps to refine it. Experience helps to hone it well. But everyone is gifted. But not everyone is given the right platform to showcase their giftings. It is what separates people in life. In fact, some people that are kind of, in your own estimation, because I don't think there's anything about less uh, talent. In your own estimation, they are less talented. If they are given a proper platform, you find that they prosper more than the one that wasn't given the platform. And platform, past platform. The woman or man that is sewing clothes for the king is different from the one sewing on the street. Though two of them can sew. In that sense. And that's what favor does. I don't think Esther was the most beautiful, only beautiful lady in her time. But favor separated her from others. Give. And it will be given back to you. Good measure. Press down. Shaking and running over. Shall men... People, place in your bosom. That placing in your bosom is, let's consider her for the promotion. Oh, let's consider him for the training. Oh, let's uh, recommend uh, him for the post. Oh, let's, you know, and then you find that things are coming because of your givings. So you should expect favor. Glory to God. Expect breakthrough. Tell your neighbor. Tell him very well. Breakthrough. There are barriers in life. Things that limit us from getting to our next level, our next phase. It happens. But the power, you know, raw power. When you see them, and they say you can build a structure for five years, but explosions can remove it under 30 minutes. Power. It takes power to remove barriers. Many people go through barriers, barriers of disfavor, barriers of conspiracies of people, barriers. Breakthrough is when those barriers give way, but they won't give way until power hits them. Givings, 
for kingdom's sake, releases that kind of power. And the barriers crumble. And then you have a breakthrough. Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 7. My giving stewardship changed the day, uh, that was several years ago, when the Holy Spirit taught me from Luke chapter 5. I start on it. It was explaining to me one after the other how your givings affect your business and career. I remember that day I was sitting. He said, look at it. And I read it. I went over it again. I used to read it before. You know, just an Abraham and uh, Peter now caught, caught many fish. He now began to explain how givings, how transacting business with Jesus affects the thing you do with your hands. How it separates you from others in your field. Because everybody is doing training. Everybody is doing reading. Everybody, but what will distinguish you is the hand of God. So it was, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God. Um, uh, Francis, please come. Let's, let's assume this is Jesus, but you, you don't have your beard, but it's okay. Jesus, does he wear black hair or something? Okay, let's assume this is Jesus. So the multitude was pressing him. Now this is like the lake, water. So they were pressing him, pressing him. He could have walked on the water. He's done it before. But he now said, I need a platform. I need a point of contact. I need something I can use to minister to these people. Verse 2. And he saw how many boats? Are you awake or you are dreaming? How many boats did he see? He saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets, like clothes of business. Verse 3. Then he got into the two boats. Into the two boats. To the one of the... May that be your own boat. Amen. Destiny. May that be your own boat. Amen. He said, which was who? Simon's. He now, so let's assume there's a boat here. And then he now asks Simon, can I, can I use your boat? He asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down. Oh, yeah. Can you say that very well? And began to speak. And sat down and taught the multitudes from that boat. When he had stopped speaking. Meaning, after using it, you can... Finish, you're finished speaking now. Where are you going to now? He now said to all the fishermen, to who? He now spoke to Simon. What you sow is what you reap. We don't sow as a group. Hmm. Now we are coming to church together, we are doing together. People differentiate themselves by their covenant responsibility. He spoke to Simon, please stay on that verse, launch out into the deep and let down your net for what? Hmm, wow. So I came up with this quote many years ago that Jesus does not just use people, he raises people. I thought after using the boat, which is Peter's business, okay? Well, I just, Thank you, Peter. Eh? See you later. No, he raises people. He didn't leave Peter the same. That was the way the Holy Spirit was teaching me. He will, any, you can never outgive God. Before this time, we did not even know that Peter had a problem that day. Next verse. Okay, thank you. But Simon now answered and said to him, Augusta, Rabo, Raboni, <laughs> we, we, we have toiled what? 
all night and caught some. Half. Nothing. Apparently, when they were washing their nets, it was in a kind of sorrow. No business, no catch. We had caught nothing. Nevertheless. So you ask yourself, if I had caught nothing in this place, why should I go back? Now that's where the breakthrough comes in. A fresh power has come on you. It was that power we brought to this place that's turning the swamp and wilderness into a garden of Eden. That power breaks barriers. Naturally, if he goes back to the same place, you will catch nothing again. But God said to me, the equation just changed. The moment Jesus sat on Simon's um, boat, fresh power came on Peter. Fresh power came on his business and career. So he said, nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. Verse 6. And when they had done this, they caught a great number. See, caught nothing. Now a great number. Your careers will experience breakthroughs. I speak expansions. I speak West African, African global opportunities. I speak tearful breakthroughs. They don't caught nothing. And now a great number of fish and their net was breaking. Ah, verse 7. So he had to signal to the other guys in the other boat. The one that gives, we employ the one that doesn't give. The one that is a steward and God is lifting him up will be the one that will be giving you money. Helping you. Instead of you helping others. Now you have to signal to the other partners in the other boat. Come and help me. Come and help me. And they came and filled both. This has to be power. Raw spiritual power. And filled both the boats so that they began to sink. Boat sinking. Net breaking. Breakthrough. Verse 8. When Simon Peter saw it, uh, he fell down at his at Jesus' and he said, Depart from me, from a sinful man, O Lord. Verse 9. For he and all who are with him were astonished at the catch of the fish which they had taken. Verse 10. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who are partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid beyond fishing of fishes. You become a fisher of men. Nothing builds our destiny like financial stewardship. Commitment to God. Beyond fishing, Peter's destiny became so different. We didn't even hear about James and John until this verse. Because it was Simon's boat that was used. Thank you, Jesus. So expect breakthrough. Expect you to employ others. Expect yourself to signal to other people, come and help me, come and help me. Uh, this business is getting enlarged. I need a, do you have a secretary? I need this thing, I need that person. I need we play three drivers more. We need four more trucks. We need that, we need that. Because of the number of fish you'll be catching. Expect breakthrough. Expect remembrance. Psalms 20. That your seed will always speak for you. In your time of trouble. There are times... Some troubles just erupt, unplanned, unsettled. But our giving speaks for us in time of trouble. Psalms 20, expect remembrance, expect reward and remembrance. He said, may the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. 
May the name of the God of Jacob defend you. Verse 2. May he send you help from the sanctuary. And what? Strengthen you out of Zion. Verse 3. May he remember what? Remembrance. And accept your bond sacrifices. Verse 4. May he grant you according to your heart and fulfill all your purpose. It speaks. So you remember Mordecai's story. Mordecai sold a seed of loyalty to the king. People were planning to kill the king. He reported in those days and they put it in a book of remembrance. He wasn't rewarded at that time. Then one day, a man called Haman, the wicked man called Haman, was planning to kill Mordecai the next day or that particular day. But the day before, uh, the king could not sleep. The people that, will, that need not to sleep for your answer to come, they won't be able to sleep. Oh. When, when the time of the remembrance shows up, people will be restless on your case. You will just... You, you're not bribing them or manipulating them. It is God moving them on your behalf. When the day of harvest, when they were sending for Joseph, they ran to the priest. I mean, every day, Joseph would wake up and be doing everything normally. But one day came, there was a bang on the prison door. What is it? The king is looking for you. Me? Did you miss road? Are you not Joseph? Yes. Why? Come, my friend. And they, got, they giddied him. <laughs> giddied him. Changed everything, took him to the. I it was happening. He was interpreting something. Next thing, next thing, Prime Minister. There are sudden days like that in everybody's destiny. May your own arrive on time. It's the day of need we come. You know, he to help them in the prison. And they forgot it for two years. So that day that Mordecai was to be killed, God woke the king up. He looked at the records. I call it remembrance. And ask, what have been done for this man that did this? They said, nothing. Go and call anybody in the palace. I will reward him today. Instead of dying, he was honored. All through the city, they put him on the king's horse and paraded him throughout the city by the man that was supposed to slaughter him. The man was coming into the palace to ask permission from the king to kill him. On getting there, before he could say anything, the king said, Go and reward this person. Do you know what that means? A man that is supposed to kill you is not the one parading you throughout the city. Seeds are powerful. Seed, time, and harvest shall not cease. So when he saw that the king was honoring this man, it was hard for him to go back to be asking to kill him. So he just kept his mouth shut. You will, you will be free from the traps of men. Whatever evil concocted against any of us comes to an end today in the name of Jesus Christ. I can't hear that amen properly. So this should be your expectations. Divine remembrance, breakthroughs, favor shall men place in your bosom. Favor, favor, favor. Expectations shall not be cut off. You will not spend your resources on crisis. The devourer is rebuked. You know, you can't be earning 150,000 and problem of 135,000 just... Whew. No, no, we rebuke the devourer. 
in the name of Jesus. Rise up on your feet this uh, morning. Thank you, Lord. So what are your expectations? You're going to make the declarations now. I grew up with the mentality in our country. It's the ember months. When it's the end of the year like that, all kinds of things that happen to people. In fact, be careful. And then there's this fear that grips people's mind towards the end of the year. And fear is also an expectation. Do you know that? But he said, you will crown my year with fatness. I'm expecting November, December to be far better than the beginning of the year. Lift your hands. Give thanks to God. As you are giving thanks, also declare your expectations. Declare your expectations. What you say affects your thoughts. So declare your expectations. I'm expecting favor. So thank you for favor. Uncommon open heart. I'm expecting increase. I'm expecting harvest. I'm expecting help from you. Perhaps you are in church for the first time. You are welcome. Declare your expectations this beautiful morning. Abraham considered not the deadness of Sarah. So, so expect fruitfulness. Expect remembrance for good. Expect that your seeds will speak for you. in the service this morning you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to pray with you while others are declaring the expectations, that's where your journey starts expect to be saved immediately or you want to reconcile or rededicate your life to Jesus I love you to lift one hand up I want to pray with you, God brought you to this service for a purpose Lift one hand up and I'll pray with you. God bless you. One hand up and the other hand on your chest. God bless you. While others are praying, you want to surrender your heart to Jesus or rededicate your heart to him. Lift one hand up and the other hand on your chest and say, Lord Jesus, thank you for bringing me to this service today. I surrender my life completely to you. I cannot save myself. You died on the cross and rescued me. Rescued me from death from death and sin. So I agree. I agree that you died on my behalf. Jesus, come into my heart. Come in today. Come in to stay. I renounce Satan and darkness. I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior. From this moment, I am saved. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Let me pray with you, Lord. We want to thank you for these precious ones in the assembly surrendering their hearts to Jesus. Many rededicating their lives to you. I pray that they will experience the newness of life by the Holy Spirit. They will have no need to go back into darkness. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. What you have done today is a beginning. You got to grow in it to fulfill destiny. In the name of Jesus. Everyone put our hand on our chest. And I want to pray briefly. Lord, we were grateful for the opportunity to be stewards. You told us to be steadfast immovable, abounding that we shall allow nothing to stop us. Today we receive that grace. 
to stay on course in the name of Jesus. Knowing that our, our work, our labor in, with, with you is never in vain. We want to be that Simon in our generation that you will use our boat, our energy, our gifts, our talents, our time, our resources to promote your kingdom. Peter allowed this boat to be used to promote your kingdom, but you did not leave him the same. So I declare over this assembly, our businesses, our careers will not remain the same. In the name of Jesus Christ, the kind of Simon's breakthrough, Simon's turnaround will be our experience this season in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you praise and glory. Doing business with you, please. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Please put your hands together for Jesus. Greatness is a function of wisdom. The wiser we are, the better we live. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church, 8 a.m., 9.30 a.m., and 11 a.m. at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Owaranshoki Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org or call 0808-156-3080. Thank you.